The Circle, a novel by Ed Adams. Esther's End The noise of them chatting woke Claire. Good morning, Claire, said Bigsy. I see you were up bright and early. Yes, replied Claire, I set the alarm and then Chuck brought me a coffee. It didn't work too well, said Bixie. I think yesterday's spa worked a bit too well, replied Claire. So, Chuck, you'd better tell us some more about your experiments in the desert. I've had a chance to think about it now, and I can't imagine why anyone would want to restart something that has been superseded. Surely all the technology is pretty well understood nowadays. Chuck continued, I'll explain a little more of the history. The testing was handling a range of ship defense systems, before the new transponders for the Project Esther came along. We were not involved then, and the systems were routine. They were important but routine. It all started with traditional stuff. The scientists were looking at ship-based weapons as part of a defense shield. This was big guns, vertical launch missiles and variations of cruise missiles like the Tomahawk. The ship defense systems needed to stop smart missiles being fired at the ships. You may have seen it when a ship fires a whole bank of missiles to take down something incoming. It's a kind of brute force system, but it stops the incoming missile from destroying the ship. They often refer to them as layered systems, with both missile defense and large caliber guns to stop the incoming. Since the work on those naval systems, they have become common as land defense systems too. They are sometimes referred to as air shield systems and have been used to protect country borders from incoming short-range missiles. I've seen that, said Bigsy, I've seen the Israelis using that defense shield. That's right, said Mike, an early system was the one the Israelis call Iron Dome. They designed to it intercept and destroy short-range rockets and artillery shells fired from distances of 2.5 miles to around 50 miles away when the trajectory would take them to an Israeli-populated area. They used it a few years ago, but now it claims to have intercepted over 1,500 incoming rockets. Israel are not the only ones, the technology has been sold to many countries as part of land-based layer systems, I think it is also called Sky Hunter nowadays, said Chuck. That's right, said Tom, we had some big half-track systems with boxes of rockets delivered to the base. They were called Sky Hunter. Among the Navajo it created quite a wave, because of our Sky Hunter legends. I don't know why the American DoD want to name its craft and weapons after Native American Indian tribes. Cherokee, Apache, Iroquois, Chinook, Kiowa, Tomahawk. There was even the experimental SM-64 cruise, which was called the Navajo with an H, notice the spelling, added Mike. Chuck continued, but that's only a part of the story. As is often the way, it was the discovery of a spin-off that caused me and the rest of our small team to be called in. So, did you work with the ship and land systems? asked Claire. No, not directly, said Chuck, we were only called in when the systems were flipped from defensive systems to ones that could be used offensively. Where you attack rather than defend this gets a lot more sensitive, said Bigsy. Yes and no, said Chuck. It's inevitable with these systems that the research and the results get repurposed. Some of it gets very sensitive, when certain sets of components are linked, and it makes a whole new type of delivery system. By delivery system I take it you mean weapon asked Claire. Er, yes, said Chuck, 
Excuse my jargon. They had been solving a problem because incoming anti-ship cruise missiles were becoming increasingly sophisticated. They were trying to devise new transponders or waves to confuse the incoming missile so it would think the image of the ship was somewhere else. In effect, the incoming missile would be tricked to think an electronic shadow was the actual ship. So, the clever incoming missile would aim itself at a virtual ship instead of the real one. That's where the original transmitters were designed, as kind of cloaking devices to protect the ships. Basically, they didn't work because they needed such a powerful signal to be sent to ensure that the incoming missile caught it early enough. They were trying to make it harder for the extremely fast and agile missiles to lock on. Remember these things are flying at up to five times the speed of sound, so there is a very short reaction time. Which is why the transponders need such high power, because they needed to send their false image far enough out for the missile to have a chance to react. I see, like a many mile range or something said Claire, so that they could trick the fast moving missile. Yes, said Chuck, much like a 75 mile protective bubble around the ship. A dome above the water, if you like, said Chuck. Yes, remember that 75 miles is only just over a minute travel time at Mach 5, said Mike. So, the smart guys moved to a different technology to protect ships, called field effect lasers. They disrupt the missiles with particles of light. Photon beams. Whoa, said Bigsy, this is starting to sound like science fiction. No, it's all out there, said Chuck, sailing the seven seas. Meantime, the scientists flipped the logic of the original transponders. From units requiring a massive bubble of energy to defend, they could turn it on its head and use it with a tiny amount of energy to drive a highly targeted attack. That's when we were called in. They wanted a small team try out a selection of weapon systems with the prototypes of the new technology. That's when your paperback book-sized units were in use asked Pixie. Yes, said Chuck with the idea that they could be made smaller and faster. We were using them with a range of weapons, from small rockets, jet plane and eventually through to drone-based delivery. I personally worked with the initial field-based weapons, the short-range missiles and so on. There were others in the team beginning to use the jets and drones around the time this attack-based part of the project was cancelled. And again, why was it cancelled asked Claire. Simply put, it was funding, answered Chuck, but I think there were probably a couple of underlying reasons. Firstly, as an approach, it was already superseded for use in the battlefield because of other laser and GPS targeting. Secondly, and I think sensitively, and this is my personal opinion because there were political reasons for discouraging the use of this on drones. The US had positioned drones as surveillance devices rather than as weapons. This pushed it into a whole other area and one that had a lot of political ramifications. Anyway, the project was stopped, and everything was bunkered away like you see the old warplanes waiting to be scrapped. Like a deadly car park of old technology said Big C. More like a large pile of freshly manufactured scrap metal, said Chuck. Mm -hmm.